Hello everybody, welcome back to the Sealy Show And today, you may be wondering what I'm going to do I explain, If you haven't seen my last podcast um, Which was hyping up this podcast Because this podcast I have my full interest on Like if I could have done this uh, podcast a few days ago But my interest wasn't fully on it, you know Like so much stuff was going through my mind that I couldn't focus on the subject and I feel like I wouldn't have given you uh I, I don't know, I just hate thing I, I hate uh being that person who on podcast talks about things they're not truly interested in. Cause if I don't care, why would you care, you know? So I, I said um a few days ago um that this podcast is going to be way more about the Vince McMahon and WWE situation than anything, okay? Um, this product, it, so it's just like probably 99% WWE, Vince McMahon, Triple H, and I'll probably... Uh, I'll probably talk a little bit at the end about my opinion on the Minions movie and Nope. Because I already feel like I talked enough about Nope. But I'll, I'll add a little bit of details to it um, at the end. I don't know how long those segments will be. But um, yeah, if you if you came here to see my uh, review on those movies, this podcast might not be for you because... Um, this podcast episode might not be for you because it's going to be, like I said, mostly about the Men's Man situation. So last week, um, after the Men's Mental Health podcast, uh, which was very easy to make and very easy to, you know, choose because, um, well, the topic was easy to choose primarily because I have been dealing with certain things that you know, I've been dealing with my mental health struggles uh, recently, so I thought it would be great if I did that subject. Now I'm, now right now, like after this po- after the podcast I did last week, I was thinking, what the heck could I do for next week? I could do a part two, um, to men's mental health, but at the same time, the reason I didn't do a part two, of course, um is hugely because you know i i feel like i'll do that in the future you know it's no need to rush i feel like um so i was thinking um uh, what fun things could i uh do it on to brighten up the mood and you know um, what subjects, and then I was going to, thinking about doing Minions, uh, review, or Nope review, I had many, uh, I had many things, uh, story times, I had different things I could, I was thinking of, but I couldn't, like, you know, uh, Minions Rise of I hate doing movie reviews as episodes, that's why I did a lot of, when I wasn't really interested into this podcast as much as I used to be, because it feels so lazy, and it is lazy, um, so then I find out 
hold up hold up let me see let me uh get out my dates um my dates on the um matter when this happened um <laughs> okay okay guys so six days ago which what that was saturday i believe on saturday vince mcmahon officially we know what let, let me start at the beginning of the day i believe i saw a thing i saw yeah i saw wwe post this and it said triple h paul Levesque has decided that well he's been you know i guess back full fully full-time on um talent relations he will resume as guy with talent relations which is great and i feel like a lot of people didn't know what that meant uh it essentially means he brings in talent right i believe that what it, it means like they bring in the talent um or is that scouts i don't know I did think that was morally into developmental or something like that. Talent relations. Um, let me check. Okay. Um, okay, guys. Um, yeah, they're trying. They're tr They're they're uh play a big part in the employees. And, of course, before, and don't get me wrong, I believe the talent relations guy was Johnny Ace, um, John Laurinaitis, um, who I believe stepped down for obvious reasons, being part of the Vince McMahon situation. Um, so this this was huge news, but it wasn't crazy, crazy news. It was news that is huge, like backstage for everybody. But for, like, wrestling fans, I felt like, why would they tell us this? You know, like, these changes have been happening a lot in the last year. I mean, they're not going to make, uh, you know, Nick, what's his name? Nick Khan? I believe that's the guy's name. They're not going to make a thing on Nick Khan talking about Nick Khan has been hired by WWE and blah, 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 blah. Like they did like a few years ago. That's what I'm trying to say. They didn't do that. So why why are they naming this? Like it's so weird. And I just thought it was a weird post, but I was happy for Triple H because you know big Triple H fan, been a big, uh, black and gold NXT fan. Later that day, um, Saturday I believe, the news broke. Vince McMahon tweeted. I saw it. I saw uh this meme guy who always posts fake stuff um as like jokes to prank his followers, and I saw this and I was like, ah, oh, okay, it's just a joke. There's no way. So I sent it to my pro wrestling friends as like, haha, look at this. Did I get you? You know, as like, look, I got you. You know, I pranked you or whatever. Because I didn't believe it. And then I looked on Twitter. I believe like number three, Vince McMahon. And I was like, hold up. 
I check Vince McMahon's Twitter. He says, at 77. <sighs> My bad. <sighs> at 77. Okay. He says, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then now, forever, together, whatever. I never got to do my Vince McMahon impression because, uh, obviously, lately, the situation. But, um, and it felt weird doing it during that situation. But, we'll see. Um, <laughs> I, I love then, now, forever. <laughs> Hashtag thankful. Okay, um, this is great, right? This is great for Vince McMahon, the person. Of course, I don't like seeing the dude retire. But as far as a person, he should be focusing on way more than running a company. So I understand this. And it's crazy. WWE in 2022 is the craziest year. This shocked me, bro. But like, I felt like it may have been a work. It may have been temporary. Uh, I still didn't. And still to this day, I don't know if it's fully, like, if it's temporary or whatever. But I think it's temporary. And um, soon after, I believe a few days before this, it was revealed that he took over a certain amount, $14 million or something, out for hush, hush money or whatever to... And, and, and that was a confirmed thing. Like, this isn't a speculation. That was a confirmed thing that he took $14 million out. Um, but it's just not confirmed what he used it for. But, of course, obviously the allegations and stuff line up together. So, um, a lot of people are saying this is why he's retired. And it could be. I just find this whole situation so odd because... Vince McMahon was accused of this like a decade or something ago. And I didn't see it as two decades ago, maybe. Um, I, looking back, I thought, you know, a lot of billionaires, millionaires are going to get allegations. And that's true. And um, a lot of the times... It's considered fake, and I still don't know if it's true or not, the allegations. So I'm going to be biased. I'm not going to be biased to any side. Um, a lot of billionaires and millionaires get accused of these things. That's given because, at least well-known. And a lot are true, a lot are false. But um, for Vince McMahon, I just thought that was just a hiccup. Like, it probably was because Vince McMahon may have been the most hated character on TV. Like, that dude was hated. So I was like, of course he's probably going to get... Maybe they were true. Uh, we'll see. Um, but <sighs> if Vince McMahon had to retire over that, I, because I don't see Vince McMahon retirement over anything else, but at the same time, <sighs> I don't think, I don't think alleg he would let allegations true or false make him retire May I'm, maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong i just feel like this is so weird it's 20 2022 this guy made it possible for wwe guys this guy made it possible for wwe and 
he has he is a part of hip hop culture culture in general like the culture of the world in general like he started so many things um and nostalgia for so many people all of that happening like a retirement from a tweet that's just wild I always thought if he retired, it would be some big... I'm not surprised I am because he seems like... And look, guys, I'm not defending Vince McMahon. He seems like a selfless person to the extent that he really doesn't care about his character that much. You can look in history. He doesn't care. The goofy stuff he made himself do, whatever. So I'm not surprised that he didn't want some big send-off. He doesn't even want to be in the Hall of Fame. But... Um, when I say selfless, I'm referring to his character. He doesn't care. Like, the human Vince McMahon doesn't care about Mr. McMahon in WWE. He just doesn't care. Um, so, uh, so, after this news happened, it took a while to adjust. Still taking a while to adjust. Uh, I believe on Monday... Yes, definitely Monday. The rumors were... um, I woke up to rumors that said Triple H has been named leader of creative. And I'll be honest. I thought, you know, news sites are getting a bunch of this stuff. It's not even true. But news sites are getting all of this stuff. Like, they're getting all the money. They're getting all the hype. They're giving all they can. I don't even believe it. And... After days pass, no news site calling this fake. Apparently, this was sent to all superstars. I started to think, man, is it? Is it real? Is it real? Is I feel like it's too good to be true just because, like, if they knew that Vince McMahon was going to retire, why would they name him Talent of Relations and also creative of everything, like, is that not too much for one man to handle who just got a pace? Who knows, man? Who knows? Vince McMahon did it. I'm sure he can do it, Triple H. I'm just saying talent relations and is a new guy in charge of talent relations? I don't know. That's a lot of work. I'm just saying. I'm sure Triple H can do it. Or Paula Beck. Um, man. I just find it so crazy. And then... What made me actually believe it is the whole Rollins and Riddle angle where Rollins injured Riddle, blah, blah, blah. Then he gets pissed and says something about SummerSlam, you know? Like, I did all my... Seth Rollins was talking about hard work and stuff and how he didn't get anyone for SummerSlam. And... Then, um... Triple H said 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 something like I can handle this or something like that. And this right there, that one tweet made me realize he's definitely he's definitely literally creative. Why would he why would he keep teasing it? But at the same time, Triple H has been known on Twitter to say things to to stir the pot a little bit or he finds comedy in certain things. Um so who knows? Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm not. But um I think I think Triple H at this point 
it's safe to say he's he's the leader of creative. Um But um besides that besides that um by the way as I can talk about this for a few seconds who do y'all think uh who do y'all think Seth Rollins is going to face at SummerSlam? I think it's going to be Randy Orton. Though it's been, you know, though the rumor is a certain date, I think it's going to be Randy Orton. It just makes sense. Or, these are my three guys that I think it's going to be. It's not going to be Cody Rhodes. That's it. That's obvious. I think it's going to be Randy Orton. And I really want it to be uh, The Fiend Bray Wyatt. But it's definitely not going to happen. Um, watch it be wrong. It's going to be Randy Orton. Um, hold up. Randy Orton. Or. Or. What's his name? Johnny Gargano. That Those are my two opinions because both are. Bray, I mean, both are Randy Orton uh, projects besides Randy Orton. So, well, one of them. I would love to see MJ freaking F them there, too, though. Because, you know, both AEW talent at WrestleMania and SummerSlam, that'd be crazy. Um, That would be, I I just don't think, he's too much of a heel, I feel like. Um, But that would be great. That would be great. What else should I say? Okay, so besides that, off that topic, just had to scroll past that. People, uh, my review on Raw this week was, and and look, guys, don't fault it. Nothing probably crazy is going to happen until after SummerSlam uh, or whatever. It's crazy that all this did happen to SummerSlam, too. But, um... Don't expect anything too crazy until SummerSlam. I have noticed some changes, though, already. Also, I wonder if he's creative of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. I don't know. Or if it's just certain brands. Whatever. But, um... Yeah, guys. I just want to say, um... I can already feel the change. Not for the better... Well, no, I'm not going to say not for the better. For the better. I felt change already. We already got the uh, Roman Reigns, you know, promo, the daddy thing. Um, that that was that right there that was, it was a good promo. Uh, you see certain things. Okay, so it feels like it's changed, but not too much. Basically what I'm trying to say. So... Look, guys, Triple H, um, uh, I've, I've seen this, like, at the beginning of the show, Miz was fighting uh, Logan Paul. Didn't look like a coward or anything. Of course, until later in the night, he did. Whatever. Um, shoot. Um, Champa cut a crazy promo that WWE is even posting on their account, and everybody's talking about it. And I feel like Champa is definitely getting a push. <laughs> I hope so, at least. Because if Vince, if if, if Triple H 
uh, is coming back. I really do hope, well, if he's in charge, which he is, I hope Champa um, gets a push. Um, heck, Pete Dunn maybe. Like, look, I would love, look, I love his um, role. I just, just uh, hear me out, guys. Pete Dunn with the Brown Brutes. He has the gimmick already. Like, why? What? I just never understand. At, at first, I kind of appreciated the whole, uh, you know, new Pete Dunn gimmick. I don't even know what the dude's called. Butch. I like the Butch gimmick, kind of. It would but then he loses every single match. And it, it just, just gets aggravating, like. Come on. But, yeah. I I just hope that... I do think he can fix a lot of things. Uh, If he's leading creative, I do hope... um, The Intercontinental Championship gets back on track. United States Championship gets back on track. Things get back on track. First night of him being back, Roman Reigns wrestled. Roman Reigns had a crazy promo. Um, We saw... A lot of crazy things. And I think that's very cool. Very good way to start off. And I'm excited for SmackDown. So. There's a lot of good. Already. Of course I didn't expect. I didn't expect anything too crazy to happen. Because you know. It's. He he was assigned this. On literally the day he wrote it. So. I'm not too crazy, like, with Raw. Like, I'm not too shocked. But, um, yeah. If it's anything like Black and Gold NXT. And people are saying, oh, he's going to ruin I No, he's not. How is he going to ruin it? Like, by making it Black and Gold? I don't think he's going to ruin it. I think... And I'm not saying he's going to make WWE Black and Gold. What I'm trying to say is... We're still going to have these bigger-than-life personas... Chad Gable, Otis, whatever. <sighs> We're still going to have that. Like, it's not like that's going to leave. Pro wrestling more orientated. I don't think it's going to change. The pro wrestling is going to change too much. I do think certain matches are going to get more time or whatever. But the wrestlers put the match together, I'm sure. And they just get a time slot. See what they can do in a certain amount of time. That's what I'm assuming. So I'm assuming you'll just get better matches. I mean, how can you lose as a wrestling fan? I feel like if it's... People are saying that, like, you got... Okay. So people are saying new fans are going to leave. Okay. Old fans might come back. And when I say old fans, of course you guys are going to think, well, old fans, they're gone. You got to make new f-. Yes, you got to make new fans with characters and stuff, which I'm sure they'll keep. But look at AEW. Look at AE freaking W. Guys, like look at AEW. All a lot of WWF fans or old fans chopped on AEW. And they're morally uh pro wrestling orientated. Like I think that only good can come from this guys. And um yeah, I really I really have my uh my I really have my um hopes up high. But um 
Yeah. You know what? In six months, I'll give my opinion on chip wage era. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. And I'm excited for next week's pro wrestling podcast. Or if I do one on Sunday. I probably... I feel like I'm going to do it on Sunday. Just review SummerSlam. And not even just review SummerSlam. Also, talk a little bit about Ric Flair's last match. We'll see, guys. We'll see. I feel like we will. But, um, yeah. Um, so, with all this going on, I think... I think Vince McMahon... He... he Vince McMahon's obviously the greatest wrestling promoter to ever live. That's without a doubt. And he will never leave history. He was in charge of creative for decades and decades, I believe. And I feel like this is good. This is good overall. The man's 77. If he doesn't understand certain things, you got to bear with the man. He's 77. He's not going to go through Twitter and Instagram every day and TikTok. Um, so having someone younger um is gonna be better for the better for creative, I do believe. And I do believe he has a lot of stress. I mean not a lot of stress. I believe he uh Vince has a lot of trust in Triple H. Like whenever I I do hope NXT 2.0 goes back to black and gold. And when I say black and gold NXT, people need to realize black and gold NXT. When black black and gold um started out NXT, I believe, it was always black and gold or black and yellow. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not saying change it to indie style wrestling. I'm not saying that. Even though I would love that. Because I remember a lot of crazy, huge indie stars would come through NXT and leave. Which I hope can happen to the main roster. But, um... I just... I do miss NXT. Uh, old NXT. Which we can't get back, obviously. But when I say I miss old NXT, I'm referring to... Black and gold, you know, more... I'm fine with what we have now. I just I just don't want it to seem like I like them trying out new things. That's what I love about NXT 2.0. I love watching it. It's not a every it's not a must watch every single week, but I love watching it because it's it's just it's like watching talent grow. It's like picking a character in story mode or something. Like it's good. It's it's fun. It's cool. And you're seeing the future talent grow. I just wish they can do that through black and gold. You know? Like. Because nobody. Like when I say. Mandy Rose once said on the podcast. That she doesn't understand. Why people are saying that. Smackdown or Raw Women's Championship. Is better. Than the women's. The NXT Women's Championship. Okay. I love when uh they send bigger wrestlers um like main roster stars down to NXT but the reason why is because it how are you okay you're in a stadium 
a PC that probably doesn't hold more than 200 people. What? Of course people are going to think the other title is more um, expensive or more important. You're fighting women who are just starting to wrestle in kayfabe-wise. Um, and you are the leader of the Rainbow Brand. Like, if you... If you um saw Champa with the NXT Championship, and let's say you're not a wrestling fan, you see Champa with the NXT Championship in uh 2019, and in 2019 you see AJ Styles with the WWE Championship. Who are you going to think like straight off the bat looks more legit? Most likely, you'll say, dang, both look so legit. Or whatever, whatever that may be. You'll see them as equals. Now, how are you going to see Mandy Rose? Like, And I love Mandy Rose's uh, character right now. I think she's doing the best work of her career and amazing work. And I do think she's a better champion than any champion. But how are new fans going to see that? You know? Like, how? how? But I don't know. I just, I, I love the goofiness. Um, it f- feels like a sitcom, which I don't like. I just hope it goes back to, you know, like I said. But, um, yeah. I'm not asking for five-star matches. I just hope that we can recreate the black and gold brand. It was always black and gold. I mean, it just looks goofy now. Like, it looks... Okay, put NXT 2.0 versus the Raw roster. Who do you take more seriously, guys? Bobby Lashley or... And and this isn't by their in-ring or anything. It's just... If you put them in a Survivor Series triple threat six-man... You're not going to take NXT 2.0 too seriously. That's why I think... Since we're doing this developmental brand, at least have them developmental, like develop in a place where they can be taken seriously by fans, you know. But anyways, who? What do I know? I'm just a wrestling fan. Um. So yeah, that's my opinion. I'm very excited about this stuff, guys. Very freaking excited, and I hope the best. Hope the best uh, from this. I think the best will happen too. I think overall. But I will see in six months. Um, It's crazy. But I'll see. Um, Anyways. Off to. We're at, we reached the 30 minute mark. 31 minute mark. Let's go off to. Um, a small segment. In the Nope movie. And. The Emoji Movie. I would give Note Movie one. I feel like... No, I gave this review. I gave this review. I definitely did. Because I said it was a one out of five. uh, Or one and three quarters out of five. Because a lot of the character development didn't happen. So I already gave my Nope. Um, I'll also give my Minions. Okay. Minions. So much was going freaking on. Like I said um, in my review... Before so much stuff 
I get, it must be stuff that was produced like started in 2020 because everything feels so rushed and it's weird because 2021 movies were pretty good great even but now everything feels rushed and i just feel like i just feel like 2023 will be a way better year for movies i probably have not one movie in the movie theaters right now that i would want to see there's really nothing interesting but um you know i was i was going to give a, a longer movie review you know what i'll give minions rise of Gru. i saw it with my friends and it was really uh that was really fun i, w- I would say minions rise of Gru. i would give it two out of five wasn't a bad movie you know what two and a half out of five it wasn't a bad movie especially for kids it'd be funny a lot of uh butt was in that movie a lot of minion booty was in that movie um even grew booty um a lot of stuff was was in that movie and it was just it was it was funny i'll give it that it was funny for a kid's movie it was funny it just didn't add up and it really didn't tell any story it was like it was like one of those stories that I did this once, but how does this affect your character? Well, it's a story that I've done once. Of course, this movie isn't like them saying, I remember back in the day when I did this. No, it's it's actually like continuing off the last movie, I believe, uh, the last Minions movie. But it just felt like a random story that made no sense. Um, well, it made sense, I guess in minions wise but it ma- it made no sense for like the whole movie to be about a certain situation that i don't know i don't know but um you guys see what i mean i'm look at me bro look at me at my age i'm reviewing minions rise of crew man the tuxedo movie uh the tuxedo thing is off i wonder how the sales are doing wonder how much it sold i'm sure i guarantee right now if you had if you're like making a good right now um i'm trying to say what am i trying to say okay so what i'm trying to say is please some good movie come out right now please please come out right now because right now I'm sure you'd beat any other movie if you're a good movie. Because right now, movies suck. Movies, I'm not even going to say suck. They just feel rushed. They just have... And maybe this is me. Maybe this is all me. And maybe one day, I'll watch these movies back and say they're the greatest thing ever. Who knows? But anyways, guys, I'll see you when I see you.